This is a Federal News Network podcast. The National Defense Authorization Law for 2021 is, like NDAAs tend to be, a vehicle burdened with semi-related policy provisions. One, according to my next guest, would change the long-standing relationship between whistleblowers and federal law enforcement when it comes to money laundering and terrorist finance. Here with more, the executive director of the National Whistleblower Center, John Kostiak. John, good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me, Don. First of all, tell us how the NDAA addresses whistleblowers in the first place, in general. And it sounds like it's generally a good thing. Yeah, and we are very pleased about the anti-money laundering, anti-terror financing visions of this bill as a whole. And very pleased that Congress recognized that whistleblowers will be critical for getting evidence to prosecutors about money laundering and terror financing. So that's a great start. There was really important work done by Senator Warner, Senator Grassley, and others in writing a bill called the Illicit Cash Act, which recognized the role of whistleblowers in fighting the scourge of money laundering and essentially copied over the key tenets of the Dodd-Frank Act, which say whistleblowers have the ability to submit confidential information without having their identities revealed, and they will be guaranteed an award, which is a share of the proceeds that prosecutors secure, the monetary sanctions secured against. That is to say, if the whistleblower is aware of an institution's loaning of money that the whistleblower believes will ultimately result in terror financing, for example. Or other kinds of criminal activity. So, you know, a large portion of the money, unfortunately, that runs through our international banks is the proceeds of criminal activities that the criminals are trying to use for their own benefit, but need to get into the banking system. And so any bank that is complicit with laundering that money has a major legal exposure, but this is very complex information. It's hidden in complex financial documents that only people on the inside will understand. And that's why we need whistleblowers so badly. And these whistleblowers are typically well-compensated executives who are very hesitant to risk their careers in bringing this information forward. So the answer, which the Dodd-Frank Act provided uh, when it was enacted back in 2010, is let's provide a reliable, confidential channel for submitting tips about these crimes to federal enforcement officials. Let's guarantee them a share of the monetary sanctions that the whistleblowers are responsible for delivering to taxpayers and injured shareholders and the like. So that has been working quite well under the Dodd-Frank Act. It was intended to be carried over to the money laundering provisions, and most of it was. But there was a key provision that was removed, and that was the minimum guaranteed share of the award that would go to the whistleblower. And that's the part that has us significantly concerned, because without a minimum amount, the Treasury officials responsible for running this whistleblower program basically will have 100% discretion about whether to reward the whistleblowers. If you are a whistleblower sitting back trying to decide whether to make the big move, most people have never done this before, and it's a highly uncertain and risky endeavor, uh, they're going to want to know that there is a safety net, financial safety net. Sure. Uh, And just until now, in the cases that have already been brought over the past few years since Dodd-Frank, what types of settlements do whistleblowers tend to get? Is it hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of thousands? Yeah, so the largest one recently came out, and it was over $100 million. Uh, Most of them are much smaller than that. But the important point is for the whistleblowers to watch this stream of awards coming from the SEC under the Dodd-Frank Act and just say, okay, they recognize my value, and I am going to have a positive working relationship with this agency, 
and there's no ambiguity about whether or not the person who is in charge of the awards uh, will do the right thing. Uh, now, in the case of money laundering, the responsible officials will be over at Treasury, most likely in the FinCEN office, and they don't have a history of issuing whistleblower awards. They have had discretionary authority to issue awards in the past. It really has not been used and certainly not publicized. And part of this work has got to be the publicity part of the education of potential whistleblowers. So we have an ability to go out right now to whistleblowers and say, guess what? We have now an acknowledgement that you will be awarded, but we can't tell you how much. <laughs> and so that's a major part of the calculus and uh, the risk reward calculus that a whistleblower will undertake. Sure. And so it could be them. then in theory for a big multi hundred million dollar case, it could be here's fifty dollars. Enjoy lunch with your wife. Exactly. And that's our big concern. Uh, this is really not about the good faith of particular Treasury officials. You know, we'd like to presume good faith. It's really about how we as an organization and uh, other uh, pro whistleblower organizations can go out to the world and educate them about these provisions. We don't want to mislead whistleblowers. We have to be honest with them to say, all right, as it stands right now, we cannot guarantee you any significant dollar amount. We're speaking with John Kostiak. He's executive director of the National Whistleblower Center. So are you asking Congress to change the law such that the FinCEN would have some kind of a schedule of awards? Or would you just stick with SEC as the awardee? What change would you like to see? Well, ideally, Congress would go back and clean this up. We're not sure how this happened, uh, but we imagine that Congress, which has shown great bipartisan support for whistleblower programs, would be interested in that conversation. Uh, so we will do that. There's also an opportunity to work over a treasury. They have to write regulations to implement this law. There's nothing in the law that prevents them from using the regulations to set a guaranteed minimum award level for whistleblowers. So that might be the faster route. We will try them both. And what about the provision in the NDAA that those people that work at FDIC-insured institutions are exempt from this? Yeah, that, that's a reta- anti-retaliation provision. So I should have emphasized at the beginning, we're happy in general about the new protections against retaliation of whistleblowers that are awarded for those who report on money laundering. But there was an exemption uh, carved out for whistleblowers in FDI-insured institutions as well as at credit unions. And so they are left with the existing retaliation protections, which are under OSHA, the Department of Labor, uh, which have not been working so well. There have been there's a serious backlog over at OSHA, and we can give um, uh, whistleblowers great assurances that they will be protected by uh, from retaliation by relying upon that system. So we would have preferred that they tap into this new system. Uh, and unfortunately, the new system is not available to all. And let me just ask you a question um, on my own background, uh, lack of knowledge, and that is we know that money laundering and terrorist financing happens. But how frequent is it that it would happen under the knowing stewardship of a publicly traded or FDI insured institution in the first place where it would take a high level officer, someone familiar with the details to know that it's going on? It's hard to believe that a legitimate institution would involve itself knowingly in this at all. Well, you know, this is the, the case with fraud, corporate fraud in general, is we are always shocked when we learn about it after the fact. Um, and, but it has been a repeated pattern that people who are given enormous financial incentives, and oftentimes their bonuses are hitched to large financial uh, transactions, <laughs> uh, will blind themselves to criminal activity around them um, and will participate at various levels 
that always shocks the conscience when we hear about it, but it is a, a, a pattern. The key difference maker is whether or not there's a deterrence. If there's no evidence of enforcement of these crimes, then you're going to find more and more people jumping into the fray and taking advantage of the large financial benefits of participating in large-scale corporate crime. We think that there's many honorable people in the banking system, but there's enough people who will be tempted by the large financial benefits of working with international criminals that we need to have an effective system of enforcement to deter that. Sure. And as a practical matter, this NDAA for 2021 kind of skidded into law by a override of a presidential veto just over the couple of long weekends we had for Christmas and New Year's. And so here we are waking up to this law. What's your next step? Because there's a brand new Congress now, and they're probably working on 2022. Yes. Well, certainly what's gratifying when looking at that veto override vote is that there is broad bipartisan consensus. Uh, Obviously, there's other provisions of this law that are attractive to both parties, but the anti-money laundering agenda is one that is shared by both parties, and that we have enormous opportunities to continue to make progress on this issue with Congress. And so, yes, we will be going back and, and seeing how we can advance this further. John Kostiak is executive director of the National Whistleblower Center. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you for having me, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.